Hello, my friend, and welcome to the Deeper Daily Podcast for the fifth day of November. I'm Paul White. Thanks for joining me. If you missed yesterday, check out Longform Friday. I sat down and talked with my dad, Rick White, on a recent trip to Poplar Bluff, Missouri. We sat in his office at his church, and we just had a good conversation, and I, I put that up for you. It's just under an hour long. Um, I, I encourage you, if you, you just like to hear two guys talk about the church and the call and ministry and the things of God, I think you'll enjoy it. Today we return to our investigation of, our study of, and frankly, our appreciation of the Apostles' Creed, what this creed says about what we believe, who we are as a people. I, I want to take a second before I introduce tomorrow's sermon and, and say thank you to those who've reached out during this journey, I, I heard from someone just the other day through the DDP email <clears throat> who made the comment that our our statement about a week ago, right at the beginning of the podcast in regards to believing uh, and, and in regards to not believing, like we there's things in this creed, maybe we go, well, I agree with that, so I'll say it. And, there might, and there's other things that we say, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. And I used the example of only believing. Jesus was confronted or questioned by a man, approached by a man who said, will you heal my son? And Jesus said, "Uh, if you can believe that I will. And the man said, well, help my unbelief. And Jesus said, only believe. So Jesus is confronting the doubt was not, well, if you can get rid of that doubt, I'll take care of it. It was more lean into what you know, sir. Embrace what you are. Don't worry about what you're not. And I got some response from some of you, and, and, and it blessed me so much to see how much that little two- or three-minute segment of the podcast made a difference in someone's life. So it encourages me when I hear from you all. So I say all of that So to say this. If you're hearing something, and it's blessing you, and it's speaking to you, and it is, it's moving you, then I encourage you to let me know. Let, let me hear that. It, it blesses me to no end. To, to hear what it is that, that moves you. And you can reach us at ddp at paulwhiteministries.com. So uh, tomorrow, full-length sermon will drop, and it is titled, Our New Wardrobe. I could have titled it a bunch of things. I just went with this one because the end of the message... The last few minutes really deals with that idea that we've shed our old clothing to put on this new man. But the body of the sermon really deals with Paul's fear in Colossians over the church being influenced by the elemental spirits of the universe. He uses that phrase twice. I just thought the elemental spirits of the universe was not really what I wanted to title a sermon. So it really has to do with being freed from the moral obligations of touch not, taste not, handle not. But it's not just what we're freed out of, but what we're freed into. And I think you'll enjoy it. This is from Chapin, South Carolina, our monthly meeting with our friends there. It's titled Our New Wardrobe. It's available wherever you listen to your podcast. You can get the audio version. If you like video, there's video. It's at our website, paulwhiteministries.com. It's also at our Facebook page, Paul White Ministries. Or you can go to our YouTube page, PWM. Okay, let's finish today the line from the creed, I believe in the Holy Spirit. We've talked about so many different things in regards to the Holy Spirit today. I, I, I sort of want to talk about holy for a moment. 
Um, and in doing so, I want to show how we know that the Spirit is connected to God. Um, the presence of the Holy Spirit is compared to a wind that blows. Listen to John chapter 3, verse 8. The wind blows where it wishes, and you hear the sound of it, but cannot tell where it comes from and where it goes. So is everyone who is born of the Spirit. And so Jesus is speaking about us and our ability to flow, but the main point of the Scripture is that we flow in the winds of the Holy Spirit, And the fact that it's the Holy Spirit, it's the Spirit of God, uh, I said that wrong, the fact that it is the Spirit of God makes the Spirit of God holy. What I mean by that is there's two ways to see holiness. One is that holy is something sacred or connected to God. As the Old Testament says in heaven, they say, holy, holy, holy is the Lord. This shows us the the sacredness of who God is. When you tack holy onto the front of spirit, then you're no longer simply talking about the invisible. You're talking about the invisible God. So when we say Holy Spirit, we're saying it because the spirit is God. And if the spirit is God, then the spirit is holy. And the reason I use that text in John 3, 8 about the wind is because the word spirit in both the Hebrew and the Greek, is translated from a word that means wind or breath. So you could say, well, I read to you the New King James, the wind blows where it wishes and you can hear this. You hear the sound but can't tell where it comes from, where it goes, so is everyone born of the Spirit. But you could say, the Spirit blows where it wishes and you hear the sound of it, but you can't tell where it comes from, where it goes, so is everyone born of the Spirit. Or you could change the last word. So is everyone born of the wind. So is everyone born of the breath of God. And so the presence of the wind or the presence of the spirit is known by the ability, by feeling or hearing the wind, which means that there is a power connected to the presence of the wind. It's the power to get you to hear it, the power to get you to feel it. And so there is a power connected to the Holy Spirit where the Holy Spirit while not tangible, you can't reach out and touch the Holy Spirit, we are touched by the Holy Spirit in the way that you can't reach out and touch the wind, but you can be touched by the wind. And that's why Jesus uses that illustration. The other way to understand holiness, because I told you there's a couple of ways. One, of course, the sacred connected to God. The other is purity, because we translate the word holy out of the same word in the Greek that we use to translate the word sanctify. So when we talk about holiness and sanctity, it's the same thing. And sanctity is often considered that which has been set aside or set apart. Sanctity is where we get the phrase saints. And it's interesting that the creed goes from, I believe in the Holy Spirit, holy, being the same word we use for sanctity, sanctity being the word we get saints, and from that phrase goes into this, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints. And so it connects holy and sanctity with Holy Catholic Church and communion of saints in the next two lines of the creed, both birthed out of 
the Holy Spirit. That's going to get us into the next line, the Holy Catholic Church. And this is the line that for people like myself and like many of you who were not raised in creedal Christianity, this is the line that has kept us from praying and quoting the creed. And we're going to get into it starting tomorrow. I say starting tomorrow because it's going to take a few days. I think you're really going to enjoy the journey of the next few days. Come back, be with us tomorrow. We'll see you then. God bless.